This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. I'm David Reed. This is Marek Larwood. Go for it, everyone. <laughs> Just go for it. Everyone do their best. And we've just returned um, from Los Angeles. Where's the Oscars have filmed? Probably Los Angeles, isn't it? Oh, we've just got back from the Oscars and boy, did we have a whale of a time. Oh, we had such a good time, didn't we? We saw um, all the stars there. We saw Jack Nicholson out on the... St- I think it was him. Yeah. He was just pushing a sort of trolley around and asking for spare change. I think it was him. Jack Nicholson, Burr Lives... Bear, what? Burl Ives. He used to sing the old, it wasn't a lady who uh, swallowed a fly. Oh, right, okay. I'm trying to think of some names. Uh, who else did we see there? Um, Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was there. Saw all the old guys. Andy Peters, you name it. Anyone from <laughs> Andy cinema. Peters from uh, Toy Story 2. Yeah. So, um, what happens is the Oscars is on for our listeners who aren't in the UK... is on about 2 o'clock in the morning, so obviously we don't watch it. It's just people picking up awards really, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredibly long and incredibly boring. It's one of those things where we've sort of built it up now, so we're almost obliged to really care about it. But it is um, it is just an award ceremony, and the thing itself is like five hours long and really tedious. But um, I suppose it's sort of like an end-of-term party for films, isn't it? The biggest thing was the selfie everyone's talking about. Yeah, heartbreaking. Um, the, the selfie Bradley Cooper took with Ellen DeGeneres yeah. and all those people. But have you seen the reverse shot from the balcony? What's that? Where then? you can see them taking it. Somebody's taken a shot of them taking it okay. from the balcony. And you can see everyone in it, but also Liza Minnelli at the back trying to get in and she's too short. Oh, no. <laughs> Bless her. There's just this little bright blue jumpsuited lady just behind like Kevin Spacey unable wow. to get into it. And there's a, there was another thing I watched. Uh, there's a comedian called Limmy, who is uh, quite prolific on the internet. He did a quite sick thing where uh, he superimposed the reverse of their phone and it had, um, well, it's the Twin Towers on it, so they're all look, laughing at the Twin ta- Towers. Those callous Hollywood types. Yes, well, interesting. It seems that's the mo- it's almost the glamour's gone a bit when they're resorting to selfies, I think. Yeah, I can't imagine sort of the likes of uh, Clark Gable or uh, <laughs> anyone doing that with their phones. I mean, they Terrible. would have to have had an enormous someone's landline gonna, extension for someone's a Someone's going to start doing that as a TV, as an sort of internet project, isn't it? Just selfies from Hollywood stars. Yeah. It, what, what it would be like in you know, the First World War 
with the iPhone and what would have happened with all the sort of photos. In fact, I've seen one of those already. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Famous photos were sort of like the arm extending past the frame. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. One of those projects. Anyways, we'll go through the winners. Do you want to do do the announcements? And here to announce the Oscar winners uh, is David Reid. Hi. Uh, Okay, well, starting with the least important person, Best Supporting Actress... (laughs) Someone's going to get in trouble for that. I was clearly uh, being ironic by my tone of voice. Okay. They're the most important person. And that went to? That went to Lupita Nyong'o. From 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Slave. Newcomer, Lupita Nyong'o. Um, Jennifer, uh, my future wife, Jennifer Lawrence, was favourite. Was she? Well, it was between her and Lupita, wasn't it, really? Yes, yes. Lupita sounds a bit like Blue Peter, doesn't it? It sounds a lot like Blue Peter, yeah. Mm. She's probably named after it. Okay. Um... What else? Who else won? Uh, well, Best Supporting Actor was your favourite, Jared Leto, mm-hmm. uh, for uh, Dallas Buyers Club. And he beat off... Um, he did what? He beat... Well, he didn't beat off. Beat off sounds like he could get hold of a man's meet. And he did may have meet. done. I mean, well, he beat, it's none of our business, is he it? He beat off a stiff competition. <laughs> he did. Playing a transsexual. From um, Bark, Bark had the guy from uh, Captain Phillips. Yes. I'm the captain now. That one, yeah. That guy. That's actually his name. Is it? He changed it to that. <laughs> I am the captain now. Slightly racist, maybe. I've read a thing about him saying that, um, you know, uh, the lifestyle of uh, an actor, a successful actor in Hollywood, is so elitist and you need basic, enormous wealth to keep it going that he is flat broke. Really? Like he's an Oscar-nominated actor in an enormous film and he is flat broke and living with a friend. But you get that... Um bag of goodies don't you it's worth 30 grand or 50 grand you get that after the Oscars yeah, yeah so he's probably fine now yeah. but he's been flat broke having to just stay in uh... eBay that and get famous people to sign it he could make a million yeah. out of it anyway what What was in the goodie bag this year a car three cars I bet they've got someone knows what it is I'm going to look yeah. it up Oscar goodie bag D- drain wig plug that prevents hair clogging the drain $6.49 these are some <laughs> These are some examples. Nice, glamorous. Aviv Vodka, $30. I'm trying to find something really expensive. I was going up and... Pro- that was the cheapest thing in there. A GoPro hairdryer. What? $120. Two mace pepper guns. $120. <laughs> a leather iPhone case. $230. Swiss made slow watch. $290. Uh, Artas robotic hair transplant system treatment worth $16,000. Sorry, what? Robotic hair pl- transplant? Yeah, I don't know what that means. It means your robot is doing it for you. Okay. That Wa- is bizarre. Walking tour around Japan from Walk Japan, $15,000. Uh, so there's quite a lot of uh, stuff that you would never really Hang use. On. So every A-lister in Hollywood has been given the same walking tour around Japan? Yeah. I hope they don't all go on the same weekend. That'd, that'd be, be chaos. That'd be embarrassing, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, you got you got a lot out of it. So um, be fine. Who else won? Who should go through? Sorry, yes. Um, so, uh, best actor was Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, best actress went to Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Uh, best director went to Alfonso Cuarón for Gravity, and best film went to uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Did you agree with those? I mean, there's no real surprises, were there? Uh, there weren't many surprises. I don't think 12 Years is the best film. I, I, I have, clearly haven't seen all of them. But mm-hmm. um, I, I agree with Alfonso Cuaron because just the sheer technical ability of 
what he's achieved with gravity, I think, is wonderful. And they it, it swept all the technical awards, and I think that's quite right. Um, I don't think Martin Scorsese should win anything ever, and um, I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio is very good. So um, that's that's all fine by me. I don't mind that gong I'm snub. A, I'm a DiCaprio fan. Are I'm you a fan? Not in this film. I think Matthew McConaughey was great. I saw all the Oscar nominees apart from. You didn't ne- see Nebraska. I haven't seen Nebraska or Philomena. I saw her just um, before the just before the Oscars, right? Which was which I'll talk about in a, in a minute. Great. But, I mean, Philomena and Nebraska are the almost the token uh, a nomination is exciting enough for you guys, but you're not big films, yeah. so you'll never get stand a chance. One of my big surprises was that The Act of Killing did not win. Uh, did it not? I haven't looked down the full list. Didn't win Best Documentary. What did? 20 Feet from Stardom about backing singers. Which I oh, well, that is more important, Which I, I haven't seen. But I just was gobsmacked that... You could have given a platform to that what is, is a monumental film for backing singers, but it's almost like the opposite to Link. When you think Lincoln wins best, was it win best film or gets some of the ones? No, it didn't. Some of the films that get, that get nominated to purely boost the, yeah, yeah. you know, their subject matter about slavery and about uh, that. That seems to be Oscar bait, and this is almost the reverse. Yeah, that what backing? The, surely the seven years it took this guy to make that this film, and the and the. I was just amazed that didn't um, that didn't win. Crazy, oh, wow. but I have to watch it. I mean, this it's one of the best films I've ever seen. So this yeah, me too. Twenty years, twenty feet behind the thing must have been. Well, you know, I'll I'll hold my tongue. Actually, I should watch it. And um, maybe this thing about backing singers is more moving than the thing about genocide. But I doubt it. I do just doubt it. I thought it was a, a real. Just, I know it's going to, it's got a lot of publicity anyway from being nominated, but. It would have been a real if it won the Oscar. It would have given it an extra sort of boost. Mm. Um, so our competition was yes. correct predictions. We had lots of we had lots of people email in, and thank you for that. And we have got some people who got all six bang on. There were a lot of uh, close calls. I think everyone, although we said for twelve years a slave, and then uh, for best film and Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey was a lot of. A quite a common selection. A lot of it went down to the best supporting actress. Really? Yeah. Whereas look, when Jennifer Lawrence, people what people want for Jennifer Lawrence, but two people got it right, one hundred percent right, and some a lot of people weren't off. The two people are. I keep on clicking on the wrong names. Robert Burris. Yay, Robert Burris. We love Robert Burris. And uh, Philip Shakespeare. Yeah, we love Harry Shakespeare. Well done. So we're on to both of you. Well done, you two. Um, a certificate will be wending its way to you via the internet. That's going to be the worst prize ever, isn't it? Well, especially if I just do a joint certificate for that the two That wouldn't even them. make the delete as appropriate. Dear sir, or madam. Okay. So yep. I, went to, I went to see her, uh, the Spike... John's. I can never say his name properly. Is it John's or Yon's? Because John's should be spelt J O H N S, shouldn't it? Spike Yon's film. Yon's. He's uh, sort of known for doing being John Malkovich, and where the world things are not so much really. I don't think it was good adaptation. I didn't see that, like that, but I thought I I saw a lot about his process on where the wild things are, and I thought that looked very interesting. Just the way he dealt with a child actor to try and capture that. 
just sheer awe and wonder and innocence I thought was quite good yeah, I thought I've not seen the film so I can't comment I on found that. it quite dark so oh, really he wrote, the, wrote and directed this uh, as in his usual style it's really inventive it stars Joachim Phoenix uh, and it's sort of set in not too distant sort of not set in a distant future sort of a warp like 10 years into the future yeah where and they cleverly do this by just I think I think the costume is great and the look of things are great because it looks like everything's been Google-fied you know like all offices are sort of brightly coloured yeah yeah everyone's wearing these sort of pastel shades of clothes and he's a guy uh, he works at a company where they they dictate handwritten letters to people people buy handwritten letters so he writes for people to send letters to each other it's quite an odd job. Oh, they, so people dictate into sort of like a so people, into like a Siri product, and then they write them out by hand for them. Yeah, so he sits at a desk at his computer and in, and dictates his letters for people so they can have their romance letters or whatever. So it's quite an odd thing. And he's come out of a relationship, uh, and then a new um, so it's called a cert- operating system comes out. Yep, and it's supposed to uh, it's. It reacts. You it asks you a number of questions and reacts to your personality, so it becomes the uh, your perfect operating system. So it's a bit like a cross between yeah Siri, but Siri that does everything for you. Yeah, uh, like a sort of secretary that's a computer and also your friend. And he has a little life. His computer's like a little iPhone with an eye in it, so it can see things. So it's, it's almost like artificial intelligence. Yeah, and he falls in love with his computer. And in the wrong hands, this could have been a disaster. Well, that setup could be the same in a number of genres. Yeah. Like, that could be a horror setup. Yeah. As in, it's all good until uh, you get to the limits of why going out with something human would be great. Or it could be a comedy setup, you know, a sort of short circuit style thing or whatever. But what have they gone for? Is it actually romantic? Is it it's actually. It's a romantic a- comedy with. that is almost. Uh, it's a lot of things. It's a comment on. I said to my went to my friend Paul, and we said that ten years ago this would seem like a futuristic uh, improbability. Yeah. This film, but the advances in with things like Siri and technology oh, I know. make it just a sort of distant. Well, we've got to the point where, um, where voice recognition is actually so good. That you can actually, it is, it can be better to just dictate a text message than to actually type it out. Yeah. You know, it uh, actually, I think with you know the new ones, they rarely get it wrong. I know you have a video online where that's not the. Case. Oh, I've got it. If you want to, if you look up Marit Larwood Siri, I mean, I, it's you did her before they did. I mean, that's I completely forgot. All I did was I bought a light for my new camera. Yeah. And I was waiting to see. I want to see. Um, I've made lots of videos online. Which I've put a lot more work into, and are, none of them are successful, and they're rubbish compared to this one. All I did was put the camera there, and I thought I'll talk to um because I tried it before and it couldn't say my name properly. I'll talk to my phone, yeah, and I ended up having a huge argument over it saying my my name wrong. It's a brilliant video. I love that one. Um, so look at Merritt Larwood's series, the precursor to to her. They're good. They work well. It's a double bill. I, I imagine Spike Johns, Spike Johns saw it, yeah, and probably. that inspired him. I'd be really annoyed if it was and didn't give me a part or anything. Well, I heard in this film actually that they, the original actress who played the voice, was completely overdubbed by Scarlett Johansson. Really? Yes. 
Now, I have clearly haven't read enough to tell you any more than that and to elaborate on this story you're now interested in. But um, okay. I don't know who it was. But yes, I heard that Scarlett Johansson then replaced it. So that presumably means that if they had someone reading in on set or whatever, the the voice Joaquin Phoenix was falling in love with wasn't Scarlett Johansson no, when he of, was performing. I fell in love with her voice a bit. Really? I thought she was, her voice was great. I've got... I think just a couple of things I want to say about this film. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix is a rare breed of actor. He's always interesting. Yeah. And he plays it with such a gentle touch. And so, I, I think in, in other hands, this film would have collapsed. And I think he was in my late sort of close run favourite to Matthew McConaughey for winning an Oscar. Yeah. Because it was so subtle what he did. Um I think he's excellent. Uh, did, you, did you see The Master in the end? No, I haven't seen that, no. Okay. Him and Philip Seymour Hoffman work brilliant, brilliantly to, together. He's uh, understated and he's, he's, he's great, to, great to watch. You feel in safe hands and he, he sort of plays this odd lose. He doesn't want necessarily to be liked a lot of the time, which some actors fall into that trap. Mm. Um, Amy Adams is in it as sort of a friend. Scarlett Hampton's voice really suits it. So the problem I have with it was because I knew her voice is so distinctive and it's supposed to be a, an operating system Yes, that I automatically associated the physical embodiment of Scarlett Johansson with the operating system. I couldn't detach the fact that it was this robot because it, it's so Scarlett Johansson, you see yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I always, you almost imagine her sort of talking down the other end of it so it didn't really have that... Okay. ...seem too robotic for me. If it had been an unknown, that might yes, have been. Yes, and it would have been. That could have been a sort of disparate yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but because it was so much her, and there's so much personality in her voice and the way they talk, and so it's so easygoing. Yeah. He uh, the the gentle performance of of Joaquin Phoenix is great, and some of the scenes are hilarious. Just the point we were having an uh, not and as simple as taking normal relationship things, having an argument, do it, having a sex scene, having a the premise of. You being relationship with a uh, with a, a, a disembodied voice, yeah, basically, least to sort of laugh out loud humour. Really, yeah, really funny. Okay, points. And it's really it's refreshing, and it's it. I I, enjoy, I thought it was really great, and it was a really nicely a different film because I think all the Oscar lists are, are quite sort of stable. Fit, you know, they're quite normal. Um, it's more. It's one of the most uh, inventive. Of the Oscars, this but year, I think Spike John's ease. I mean, yeah. being John Malkovich, yes, how that ever got made and with the stars that were in it, like because the pitch itself would baffle most commissioners, you would have thought. But it was brilliant again, just a brilliant that he makes it work. He makes yeah. because he does find that intimacy and that um, subtlety of character that makes it real. It doesn't matter how ridiculous what is happening is because it seems to work. Mm. No, I'm okay. I, I'm gonna. I'm sold. I'm gonna go. I thought the first half an hour was brilliant, and then it just seems to lose its pace. Okay, and it loses a bit of the magic that really. In I thought this, I would. I thought it was a dead on best film, heading for that uh, until the last uh, for the first half hour. Then I sort of fade away after that. Okay. Okay. I think someone, I think someone's I'm written. probably not allowed to tell anyone this because I signed a load of legal documents, but I auditioned for the voice of Siri. Did you? Yeah. That'd have been odd, wouldn't it? If it you would did, be. Uh... Well, especially if you know I had to talk to myself all the time. Um, here's a couple of people written on our, on our Facebook um, uh, page about her. 
Oh, yeah. Do you want to read those out? There's no accent things because it's on our Facebook. Okay, what? So. Just do it normal. I'll just do it how I did Siri. Yeah, do Siri, yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't get it in the end. Um, I really liked her, which I'm glad about because that premise could have been done so disastrously. It managed to be satirical without being cold and sanctimonious, as well as earnest, witty, and warm without being sappy or disappearing up the arse of its own quirk. It can have some Jameses. Also, I swear the shot where he's lying on the beach was in some way an an international reference to the master, too similar both in appearance and in the deeper meanings to be coincidental. And that's from James Cresswell. Uh, That's interesting, actually. I'll watch it and report back on that, because, yeah, the, the scenes on the beach... In the master are almost sort of, uh, they're very significant in terms of sort of the emotional feel. Oh, okay. Feel of it. He sort of starts. I don't think he does end there actually, but it it sort of hangs over it. But um, watch the master. It's very good. It's very good. And we've got one from Jacob Mills as well. Um, Thought her was a fantastic film, and been hoping you would review it. Sorry, it was a bit reluctant. I was a bit reluctant to watch it, expecting the usual computer-gets-intelligence-attacks-humans type of sci-fi pulp. But the film is fantastic. A really interesting and creative film. I agree that Joachim is surely a contender for best actor. Perfectly judged delivery, understated but enthralling. This gets ten Jacobs, but I work on an out of eleven Jacob system. Oh. Uh, never reveal your scale. Never I, reveal your I scale. I give it eight Marricks. Eight Marricks? Yeah. That's decent. So what, what's got the most Marricks out of uh, the Oscar Best Picture contenders? Then? I think they all got eight. Well, I, my favourite was this. Uh, her, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, Club and Blue Jasmine. That, was that best film? I don't think yeah. it was. Uh, oh. I think it was. Yeah. I enjoyed that as well. Good. But ones I didn't think were you know, American Hustle, Wolf of Wall Street. I wasn't really blown away. They seem or, like slight films yeah. in comparison. Well, there you go. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and we've got a letter here as well. Okay, end on the letters, that's fine. Let's uh, get that letter up. You read this one. Here's the letter from someone replying to us reading their letter. Because most letters were, Oxford, uh, um, were predictions, so we haven't got many letters this week. Uh, it's from Axel Kayla. Dear David and Marek, thank you for reading my letter, I guess. I know you're very busy reviewing all these really great Oscar nominated films. So busy. I cannot get it up for the Oscars and feel they get more than enough publicity. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> Have you not read this? What sort of... <laughs> no, read it, read it. This year was notable in that Steve Coogan was there. Other than that, sod it. I was a little embarrassed by my documentary suggestion, Cane Toads and Unnatural History, because the documentary you reviewed last week, The Act of Killing, sounds powerful and disturbing. I felt my suggestion would sound a bit more, a little naff stacked up to it. Upon reflection, maybe not. In the act of killing, the filmmaker gets people to say amazing things, which is one thing I love about Adam Curtis's documentaries. A good journalist helps people tell their own stories, even when those stories are incriminating. I really don't know whether you like, you dislike Adam Curtis's work, or simply aren't bothered. Either way, I'll never know. You didn't re- read or respond to that, or most things I wrote. Oh well. <laughs> it's quick. Maybe I should read it angry. Um, I laughed out loud when I read my name wrong. I went and told my friend. She was in the shower. 
I'm grateful that you worked so hard to entertain us and hope to make you laugh or smart leaf with my goofy half missives. Uh, one regard, Axel. I like to. Um, so how how did you say his name wrong last time? I probably said it wrong, wrong again. Axel Kate Kayla. What did I say last time? I've no idea. Maybe you're spelling it wrong, Axel. Yeah, you're probably spelling it. How wrong. How about that? I want to see that. What Language has rules. Did he actually walk into the shower? To I tell hope his... so. Just to tell a friend. It's a perfect excuse, isn't it? <laughs> if you ever want to uh, walk in on a friend in the shower, get right out on the podcast. What are you doing? Yeah. Someone just mispronounced my name. Yeah. When is it okay <laughs> to walk in if the place is on fire? Yes. One. Yeah. Won the lottery? Uh, yeah, one the lottery would be fine. Um, every other room in the house is full of wolves. That's okay. You've, got, you've maimed yourself and you're bleeding to death. Well, you should, you should probably not go into the shower because adding water to your bleeding is just going to increase the blood flow, isn't it? Yeah, or you're about, you're about to shit yourself. It, and you only have a combined toilet bathroom. Yeah, and and the person in the shower's parents are in the other room. Yes. Or if everyone's already in the shower and you're sitting on your own in the sitting room. Yeah. I think you can assume that it's okay for you to get in the shower then. There are about five or six scenarios <laughs> yeah. when it's okay. But well, I think Axel's picked one of them. What, getting someone's name read wrong on a podcast? Yeah, yeah. I think Axel's a great guy. Well, let's know if you're... Listen, you're, he's probably listening to this and in the shower. Yeah. Now. I hope so. Uh, um... Well, that's about it for this week. Yes. Sorry it's a bit short, but the Oscars are an anticlimax, aren't they? We've tried to keep, stay in keeping with the anticlimax of the Oscars by... Being anticlimactic. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll be back next week with uh, more films and a guest. Hurrah! Uh, but in the meantime, uh, here's some admin, actually. If you'd like to get in touch with us about anything, then you can email us, dearfilmfandango at gmail.com, write on our Facebook page, forward slash filmfandango, tweet us at filmfandango. Or if you'd like to donate to our running costs, because you get all of this for free, you scum, then you can go to our website, filmfandango.co.uk, and follow the links from there. And to everyone who already has donated, thank you very much. You are heroes. We'll be back next week. Keep Keep watching watching the the films. films. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.